Welcome to the Dev Ready Podcast. Today we have Marina Ricci, um, a business consultant who has a focus on AI and ChatGPT. Welcome, Marina. Hi, thank you very much for having me, guys. That's absolute pleasure. Ah, thanks for coming um, on, having the time to talk to us. So, Marina, um, do you just give everyone a little bit of a background about yourself and what you do as a consultant? Thank you. Uh, my background in marketing and business, uh, I had experience across different industries, telecom, gas and oil, events management. Um, so now I transition in working in different with different small and medium-sized businesses, trying to help them to optimize their business processes, strategies, marketing, sales, and operations. So we uh, ChatGPT and AI coming into our lives earlier this year or late last year, let's say when it gets more democratized. I'm very passionate in guiding our business owners to embrace the new technologists and understand how they can benefit, scale up and grow by embracing these technologies. It's a big frame. So everyone's talking about AI, 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 AI. Yes. <laughs> That's all we yes. seem to be talking about. Um, what are you finding out in the marketplace? Businesses we sort of are, are sort of exposed to. There's a lot of fear. Not sure what to do. How to approach it? Are they missing out on something? What are you seeing in the marketplace at the moment? I can see uh, definitely interest, and probably there is two types of like two camps: people who are fearful and maybe in denial, uh, and also saying I don't have time for it. Uh, which is also a valid point. And people who are embracing and very eager to learn and understand, they're clearly understanding the benefits, they're clearly understanding uh, potential for it, and they want to embrace it earlier rather than later. So I mainly work with people who are already kind of ready to embrace and understand what the potential, they want to move forward, they want to focus on benefits. So... Um, they come into me for guidelines and uh, strategies how that can work. Are you finding with some of those businesses that are their processes ready to be automated with AI, or is there not enough process definition yet to be able to get make that leap? Yeah, some some do, some not, and also some processes they get redundant so quick, and what was. A process in the past not necessarily process anymore uh so with implementation any ai tools processes are changing as well so yes more more businesses who are ready they maybe don't have that much written processes but they definitely can understand you know how to streamline and optimize and prepare to listen Kind of this readiness is important for the businesses. I think that's probably the key thing Absolutely. is being open-minded and ready to change or yeah. um, disrupt your own okay. process. Yeah. I can see also businesses or business owners who um, maybe heard a lot of what is being you know, distributed and promoted about AI and it's somehow becoming... Uh, a magic machine and they don't really understand the limitations and their expectations do not meet the reality. And we're also a little bit like futuristic, I think, at the moment with the amount of information. Uh, even I faced myself, like I looked at Google, they have all these announcements saying, 
oh my gosh, you can do this and this and this and this. And I'm trying to activate it in my account and I can see it's not working. I'm contacting um, Google support and saying, I want to activate AI across my workspace. Oh no, it's there, but you can't use it yet. But they don't say it's not exist. They say it is available, but not activated. It's so, got a bit of a little bit of smoke and mirrors going on. Um, if you go and look look at any tool that publicizes the way they're doing AI, and yeah. it's a great sales pitch for ninety five percent of products that are out there. And then when you actually go and utilize them and try them, a lot of them are junk. Um, so in that probably yeah. a little bit of world of uh, yeah, what's not yeah. marrying up to what's been sold compared to what's actually been delivered. But or there's yeah. the yeah. other ones where it's uh, there's a good video. And they'd sign up for a beta and it's been it's like that for three pitch. months, right? Yeah, it's that pitch, yeah. right? We can do this. And um, I think it's just that hype that people are trying to jump onto. But there are some quality tools out there that are delivering. And it is a bit of a magic show. Um, I think, yeah, what you can do with the world of chat GPT and even in ripping apart and embedding it, like, like you said, you need to really think about your business process because it will change if you sure. start to embed it in a deeper way. Um but yeah, when we've spoken to clients, some um, quite keen to understand and fearful, I think fearful of missing out and Forgot. how they might utilize the technology. But in reality, they've got to clean up some systems before they even consider it, i.e. one of our clients doesn't okay. even have a basic CRM for his sales team. They're on paper and pen, uh, pen and pad yeah. and writing notes. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, let's just clean that up first before you think about embedding uh, technology, yeah. but uh, have you found much of that going on in the world of SME? Well, at the same time, I just look in the ads, uh, you know, setting up the processes in this case. And sometimes it's also easier because it's a clean slate. You don't have to change anything. Uh, you introduce a new system. And that's why I like actually looking at developing countries uh, with Russian background, uh, travel a lot around China. You know, developing countries, they embrace these technologies so much faster because they did not have anything, uh, you know, before. So they don't have to change it. They go straight away to the next available technology. So we have a lot to learn across those cultures. Um, so I don't feel, you know, it's and anyhow can prevent businesses from implementing um, AI tools. If they didn't have any automation, they didn't have CRM, um, they might just, you know, go and explore magic. A lot of people who I come across, they are service-based businesses, they great professionals, but they're not tech savvy. And AI allows people not to be tech savvy, but have extremely value out of working with those tools so you know that's that's another transformation we have at the moment when we can make um working with technology much more less stressful and more accessible for people who fearful of technology yeah and that's normally a problem it's it's a big barrier to entry to be able to yeah. do anything tech related so having that ability where it's there's a tool that can just do it and hides the detail from you definitely makes it easier yeah. for people to get in. Absolutely. Absolutely. In terms of the way people are embracing AI, is it predominantly ChatGPT that you're engaging them with or are there other tools and other efficiencies that you're driving within businesses? 
there are so many tools and as you mentioned like it is hype it's definitely hype and i guilty as charged play with a lot of them try them uh and keep coming back to chat gpt because i think it's it's kind of first and it's more powerful uh and and everything else built on that so we probably better to understand chat gpt um and that capabilities rather than use like shorter version my understanding any app is pretty much limited version of chat gpt to particular tasks so there are tools but chat gpt is is the most powerful at the moment if you know how to use it and it has api you can integrate it with zapier and you probably will get further by doing simple things and the little steps than trying to um, make it more difficult and complicated and get different apps involved. Yeah, I think that, yeah, those apps are all, oh, most of the ones I've looked at, there are probably open AI backed. Yeah. So they're using the APIs and they're just, like you said, made a very narrow like specialty that, app almost around that. So their prompts are focused around a certain aspect and that's why you're using them because they've they've worked out how to get a prompt that works for whatever solution they're trying to provide value exactly. for. Exactly. Uh, with ChatGPT, it is, as you said, like it's all rounder. You can do anything in it because it's open. Are you finding that's a problem with trying to come up with ideas on how to use it or understanding what's possible? I do, I do, and definitely, uh, uh, I think a lot of misinformation or misguided information um, bursting across the social media, uh, mostly promoting you need just this prompt, and people kind of uh, thinking they need a prompt, copy paste prompt, and it's going to solve their problem. When I work one on one with clients, I um, clearly see they don't understand the workflow. They don't understand that you need to communicate it. How I would explain you communicate with very well-educated um, student just out of university, have no life experience. You have to drag all the information out of them, set up the uh, environment, explain what you do, why you do, what results you're trying to achieve, what information you need to be available. So you guide the system with these equations. And then once you have it all extracted out of ChatGPT, that's what I like. That's my process. Then I ask, structure it as an article, structure it as a proposal, structure it as report you know, concise this information and um, work with this information. But because it's just so much information, given simple prompt saying, create me presentation on such methodology, you have no idea how to go into approach. It, it, can, it can do it in um, 101 exactly. million ways, right? So, yeah, if it it's not detailed anywhere. or specific, you're in, yeah, you're not going to yeah. get the value out of it. Yeah. Yes. And I think one thing you sort of harnessed on is the little steps. Because it's mm-hmm. incremental steps. And if you think about if you've been in the world of any business process or technology, yep. if you go down to the art of any piece of technology, I'm using a CRM, for example. Mm-hmm. In, a, in the world of CRM, there are little features and functions and there are little incremental steps that have been developed along the way. So you've got to think about everything that we use in technology as process and one step after another. 
and chaining that together to create an answer. Yeah. You're not going to get, like you said, just put a basic prompt and a proposal is going to come out the other end and it's going to be perfect. Meeting the yeah. needs of my client that I'm trying to pitch to, that's just never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The way yeah. I've explained is, like your example saying it's working with a uni student, if you had to delegate a task to someone in your work, if you just yeah. say create a report, what a report are you expecting? Like, what are you going to get back? Right. But yeah, if you yeah. can explain it in step by step and say, I need the report that does this, which means you'll have to go and research X and Y and I need to know this information and compare it to this and give it enough details. And then don't even ask ChatGPT to do all of that at once. That might be 20 no, different prompts to get you the result you want. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't be scared to have a conversation with it. It is a chat. It's yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, I, really, I really shifted in conversational prompts now when I say, uh, I want you to take this information as an input. Do not generate anything as an outcome. If you understand, reply yes. And then it's replies yes. And I was like, now I'm going to give you this. Do not generate anything. So I feed ChatGPT with a lot of information. That's a lot of users missing out as well. They don't understand that you can input a lot of your data, then ask it to compare or extrapolate or enrich by additional data available. And then with that expanded pool of information, you can work. Yeah, and that's, that's when magic is happening. Yeah, that's the key, getting that extra context in there. So absolutely, give it five different articles that I've written as inputs. Tell it, yeah. use these articles. Now write an article in a similar tone and using the similar words. Yeah. If you just say write an article, you'll get anything. Doing that model, the, you'll get something close to what you would have done. So now exactly. that needs less effort for you to review. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a lot of um, talks that ChatGPT generates just the generic answers or in a generic voice. But as you said, no many people understand that they can create their own input, like your brand voice, your personalized voice, and then ChatGPT will always refer to it and put it part of your workflow to kind of provide and say, okay, now generate it in this format, in this voice, using Australian English, not American English, <laughs> and all those things, yeah. I never even thought to tell it that Australian English word, yeah, but that's probably no, a good no, one. No. You put it in there because it gets rid of the Z. Oh, my God. <laughs> Always. Like, yes. Sometimes it has to be British English, Australian English. Uh, try it. Sometimes it might just start swearing like, at you. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it might just start swearing at you being too too casual. Uh, yeah, it comes, it comes too casual. What? Sometimes you have to use Australian business English. <laughs> what, are, what are some of the... Um, the biggest success stories you've seen with ChatGPT and some of your clients and how they've utilized it. What's some of the success stories? Um, look, optimization in the business process and um, ability to provide faster uh, responses. So I know one video production company, they implemented ChatGPT in their process when they have brief from the client um to do some video that brief goes straight into ChatGPT. ChatGPT generates a workflow and a script for the video recordings 
then you just review it quickly, send it back to the client, and they opt to go. So they're saving on two or three staff members who used to do just that. So, and definitely huge savings and definitely huge improvement in the speed of communication. So they, because it's generated instantly, it comes to you, not not the brief, you're not, no longer getting brief from the client, you're getting the next step, what you're going to provide as a result of your work to your client. So you don't you even find- see you yeah. don't even see what client is asking anymore, you know, <laughs> if, it's, if it's a good outcome. You're finding that um, we, we're pretty heavy users, so we're utilizing it in all sorts of areas of the business. Well, you become a reviewer of content and a reviewer of what's given back rather than the creator. I think you put your spin on things and feed it in a way, and when you get into, if you're putting a brief in, you might get some response back and say, no, I think we should take this direction. Let's feed that into that and just have a conversation with it and really get to an answer that really makes sense from that experience perspective. So I feel like one advantage that businesses do have and experienced people still do have over anyone else that's going to attempt to do this, they've got relevance in terms of, all right, does this really make sense and how else might we bring value to this? So... That's an area that I'm seeing massive value. You can use it in any spot in your business. Um, Absolutely. And two to three people of saving is significant. But how much more work can they do now is the other question. Yes. Yes. Or upskill them into better jobs or better position within the business as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm in no way afraid of people losing jobs. I think it's, if it's meaningless job, it can be automated, um, no life worth wasting on doing that. You know, more critical thinking is valued, more meaningful and creative input from humans can be provided rather than, you know, nine to five meaning, meaningless job. No, what's a bit of a meaningless job where they're, yeah, I think, Based on past, I think seventy percent of people are not happy in their current their current job anyway. Um, yeah, so that's not a good place to be. But um, I think, yeah, if you can really replace the jobs that people aren't interested in, provided we get we can create jobs that people can really serve, add value to, and get some sort of fulfilment from. The one yeah. thing that I've noticed with ChatGPT is when you're utilizing it to help with some thinking you probably end of your day is actually you actually can produce more absolutely and you're probably not as tired or drained from it trying to come up with everything and think about all the angles i think Um, i had that that's the biggest notice from me as to what it does in terms of working on a day-to-day basis the way someone described i don't know if it was in the call we just had in the workshop out a couple of hours ago yesterday or yesterday andrew someone said you don't have the brain damage at the end of the day Using <laughs> trying to create eight hours, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to. You have don't have the fatigue and being yeah. tired. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Well, I'm getting excited from creative and tasks. You know, when I talk to people, when I talk to clients, and I'm not inspired by doing emails or doing reports or some, you know, repetitive tasks. So. Yeah. When I can write complex email that outlining everything I want to say within 
10, 15 minutes um, rather than because I'm not native English speaker. So for me to produce well-written email in English or as a marketing document, it used to be a stress. Used to be a stress because I either have to talk to copyright, have to brief copyright, or I have to review, have to say, no, we need to change this and this and this. This is, doesn't hit the point. Now I can do it all uh, within 10, 15 or an hour. However, I'm not going to be brain damaged because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and reviewer. It, it's a poor <laughs> phrase, but it makes sense. Yeah, it does. I, I yeah. love it. I love it. <laughs> it works really well. From yeah. in terms of uh, if someone what's the first step? So if someone's in that fear state, I know you work predominantly with the people that want to embrace and we all uh, really? we all like to work with people who want to embrace or really get what we're doing as a service. Sure. But I think the people that are in fear, um, how might we approach them to really get on the bandwagon of what's going on in the world? Because the the fear really is going to stop them and put them in a place of getting really left behind very, very quickly. Um, in the amount of work that you could produce with this technology, um, we're yeah. finding 70, 80% speed efficiency in some of the processes in our business. It's just phenomenal what you can produce. And you just mentioned two, three people can maybe not do that job anymore and do something else. Um, yeah. How do we really open the eyes up to, okay, if you don't do something about it, you're really going to get left behind pretty quickly. Or exactly what they fearful more. Are they fearful of, you know, facing and embracing the technology or they are fearful of losing the business, losing competitive age or, um, you know, be in time so that's kind of what 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 where the fear which fear is is bigger let's say um and look a lot of people are early adopters at the moment who embracing the technologies and i think there is no problem with being a fast follower not everyone needs to be early adopter because we definitely you know have to adapt so quickly you know from your your own experience you probably implemented something for the client and as soon as you finish project you know a better way of doing it yeah that's the reality of the world that we're in right <laughs> especially when you're in tech yeah definitely so Business. it's like hey if people wants to sit back and wait and observe and let others to uh, learn try and test it i think it's fine and I definitely put pose on exploring any new tools or looking at any new, mainly just tools. I think um, I definitely go in BART. I explore what BART can offer and I compare ChatGPT and BART and I can see both of them have their own application. I'm happy to uh, automate and connect ChatGPT with different other applications with Zapier, but that's probably the basic level where I'm going to stay for a little while to see, you know, and make sure that other um, implementation yeah. projects that are tried and tested by people like you guys. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> but even just having that Zapier integration, that's very powerful. Yes. So if everyone who doesn't, so yeah, for anyone who's listening, Zapier is an automation tool where you can say, when I receive a new email, 
do another task, send it to a CRM or whatever it may be. It could be yeah. there's hundreds of different tools and connectors and you can chain them one after the other to do certain actions. Yes. So we've we've used it before to get data from an e-commerce site, push it into a custom CRM. Or as yeah. someone submits a form, then you tag their account in another tool with that they submitted yeah. the form and then send that form to a Google Sheet or Think whatever it may be. workflow process yeah. steps. Yeah. yeah. What Marina's talking about is there's now a connector for open AI. So you can yeah. use the power of ChatGPT as a step in that process. So you'd be, all right, as an yeah. email comes in, send that email to ChatGPT with this prompt, which is respond to this email and then get the email back as a draft in your inbox. Or That's I can right. even send it if you're feeling adventurous enough not to look yeah, at it. Yeah, you want to no, just send not, without uh, reading, go for it. Definitely draft. Definitely draft. But you but can yeah, also analyze it. You can also analyze it. You can have a summary of your emails by, you know, at the start of the day, you have summary of the emails. You can choose which ones you're going to handle, which ones you're not going to handle. And obviously, you can just nominate the folder when the ChatGPT goes and doesn't try to reply for all, you know, your spam emails, you don't want to do that. Um, yeah, so absolutely, it's it's fantastic what ChatGPT can do. And again, this is optimization and change of the process because before you would have multiple systems involved and saying what to do when now it can go just ChatGPT. Yep. Yeah, it can solve a lot of tasks without having a very specific tool available. Yes, and that's why sometimes it's easier to get the business who did not have much automation uh, before and put them straight away in that workflow rather than, you know, if they had CRM involved and they had their a website involved and a customer or their um, e-commerce website, you know, then you don't have to touch all the systems and rejuggle all the systems. Setting up from start, there is a benefit to that. Yeah, I can see how that would work. Are you yes. noticing with, so most of the people you're working with probably want to embrace it. Are you seeing that with some of the ones that are sort of like hesitant and on the fence? Are, are they persuaded once they see you show them a, a task in ChatGPT, which is write me something that solves a problem of theirs and they, and they see the answer just miraculously appear within a few seconds? Is that what happens? Definitely, definitely. Yes, I, I um, have people that's been converted um, because, again, they would go and try it themselves and it doesn't generate the results they, they expected. So they was like, oh, it's not for me. I'm much more qualified uh, and I'm not going to rely on this tool because it's not great quality of information. However, as an example... Yesterday, I worked with pharmacists. She generates the reports for the medication review. Yep. Um, the time-consuming process. It yep. is time-consuming yes. process, but at the same time, it's a very repetitive process yes, um, and takes a lot of time. And when she's having, you know, five reviews and then she needs to possess five reports, um, by it's a lot of writing. So ChatGPT is great in saving right in time, uh, we were able to get really high quality answers with references. Uh, we, you know, making a tone and voice and style that would match her existing reports. And I even compared two results next to each other and make ChatGPT analyze it and compare and learn from that. Um, 
So she is one example who was not interested in embracing because it's medical, it's prescribing, um, you have to reference sources, but she can see beneficials of using it and it actually give additional information and suggestions that can be useful for the client yeah. as well that you know, you, you find we're it not superhumans. No, yeah. you find there are additional pieces of board, and I think people may not get that. You find that it's going to give you other things that you probably don't even think about. Um, so, in the world of like that world, there, provided that you're going to review it and make sure it's all correct, that's all fine. There's a case where the lawyers are going to be disbarred over in the US, but just not even looking at what's been put in these things. But so, just be careful out there too. Um, in terms of the information and what you actually push out to clients and et cetera. Yeah. But, yeah, there is a massive benefit. Yeah, that's uh, the thing we work with it. I've been most surprised with. It's the extra points that I may have thought of if I'd given it enough time. Yeah, if you spent yeah. hours. But you wouldn't have. Yeah. yeah. As well as the... Yeah. Oh, I forgot what my train of thought. <laughs> but you mentioned lawyers, and we all hmm. know, you know, yes. with HR, working with HR, with lawyers, with the contract, there is so much paperwork with the repetitive information that you can handle quite successfully uh, with ChatGPT, and you can make ChatGPT. I really enjoy plugins in ChatGPT. I played around with Google plugins and extensions for a long time. Now they are native to ChatGPT, so that's I enjoy that more. Let's say they're less glitchy. Um, when you can analyze PDFs, you can analyze, you know, large sets of data. So you no longer need to look through a 60 pages document. You potentially can ask ChatGPT, tell me all the points that in relation to this particular case, I need to know from this contract. So it's it's massive improvements, especially for the professionals who use a lot of time in producing written materials for the clients. It can skyrocket their productivity and the quality. The most important is quality. Yep. So well, I've noticed that yeah, when we're doing it, the quality is better because it's capturing all the information. Never. I also sometimes write things and it's in my head, but I don't write it down. I'm just assuming everyone would know. And those yep. are the bits where the quality is improved because now everything's clear. Everyone can understand yep. what we're covering. Yes, absolutely. And um, and we're in the infancy of what this is. This has just been released. It's been, what, six and a bit months? Yeah. Like the latest version. It's been around for a little oh, bit. A lot longer than four that. is, yeah, in yeah. March. So it's been yeah. around for three yeah. solid months. Yeah. Well, from, it's been around for more than 10, 15 years. And yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The ChatGPT4 model itself has been since yeah. March publicly available. March. Yeah. One of the best plugins and the one that's not available yet is Code Interpreter, if you've seen anything about that one, Marina. That's one that can act like a data scientist and generate reports and graphs and charts and everything for you. That's meant to be native, but they haven't released that one yet. Oh, that would be... I have spoken with a lot of you know um, programmers and they would say because of the privacy, you know, they're not allowed to put any code. Um, so ChatGPT has that limitation with before they had corporate subscription, now then release it in ChatGPT, opportunity to have privacy. And I can see privacy is a big, big challenge and big discussion happening around privacy. 
I think recently, like yesterday, a US House Parliament accepted to use ChatGPT for yep. for the government sort That's a big step. Yeah, it is. That's already a huge step. Yeah, it'll change and it's going to change fast. Absolutely. And it's amazing. I think it's such a payoff for everything that humanity have been doing and investing and generating all this knowledge and wealth of information. Finally, it's truly democratizing access to that information. Yeah, definitely. That, it's, that's a, it's a game changer in terms of the last six months and what's happened. It is a game changer um, in terms of where we're at. Extremely excited. My Christmas, I spent yeah. Christmas just talking about fire charging playing with it yeah. <laughs> experimenting yeah. I've written my own chat GPT guide for writing because oh, in November yeah. last year yeah. there was yeah. nothing available and I was yeah. like yeah. chat GPT tell me yeah. how to tell me, <laughs> help me write a guide tell me write a guide yeah it's brilliant so, uh, yeah yeah then I then I like it, compile uh, the guide and I have not released it for a long time because like seems to everyone is uh, ChatGPT experts, but it, again, well, there's, there's lots of ChatGPT lot experts, but a lot of people learning on the fly. That's the reality right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, we can't say we experts because we're all learning because it's all changing so much. It's changing yep. on the fly. By the time to learn something, there is a better way of doing it. Yeah, I completely agree. If someone wants to learn about maybe get in contact with you, that- Marina, just to see how that might. Embed a bit of ChatGPT into their business. So how do they reach out to you? Uh, I'm available on LinkedIn. I have calendar link available on LinkedIn. I'm open for 15 minutes uh, free chat just to understand the scope of work. Um, i very open to guide everyone to information. I learned and research and always open to learn myself. Like I'm spending probably 50% of my working time learning. It's oh, fascinating, so do we. isn't it? Yeah, and you're probably still more productive <laughs> now than you were oh, before. Oh, yeah, because I get Spending my job up, done. Yeah, yeah, you're learning for 50% of the time and then that's speeding up your job by 80%, so you're ahead. <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh, thank you for sure. joining us on the Dev Ready podcast and talking a lot about AI and how it's really already benefiting a lot of businesses out there, some of your clients, um, ourselves included, in terms of the benefit that we're seeing from this technology. And it's only early days, everybody. And it's pretty, it's really at its infancy. So um, have a play, have a test. But yeah, um, don't be fearful. Yeah. Be open to embrace. I think that's where uh, the, the big word from today is let's, let's embrace, see what we can do yeah, and evolve as, as businesses and cultures and how we might better serve our employees and teams as well because there's a lot of benefit for everybody in this. Absolutely. I, I would totally agree and just encourage everyone to give it a go and try to implement small things, try with small things, get good results, get encouraged and then go bigger. I think small steps, incremental steps are very important because it's a new, new journey, new way, new processes. For some, it's mean changing things that they do the way they do. And that takes time. That takes practice. That takes the you know, extra energy. Or we all get annoyed when Microsoft released a new version of Office and all of a sudden they mix the button. Yeah, so, true. 
<laughs> so this is completely new, new operational system that I have to embrace. So just have to give enough time and credit and patience, go slow and steady. Yeah, very well said. Yeah, just embrace it and work with it. Try. Just uh, just have a go. I think yeah, that's, that's a big thing. Just try. Because, yeah, you can overcomplicate it too. So don't overcomplicate it <laughs> one step at a time. Um, but, yeah, yeah, there are. You will, and you'll think of new ways to use it the more you embrace. That's the reality. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Thanks, Marina. Right, well, really appreciate your time. Great talking to you. Thank you so much Thank for you. having me.